You're listening to Rocket Night. So there's a member of our team that has been friends with the Fozzie crew for many, many years. And back in the middle of the pandemic, I was working on various singles in the studio and we were just sending them out. And uh, Mark Willis, Fozzie's manager, got his, his hands on it. And he invited us to go and play the, I think it was the, the third, the, th- the Three Leaf Clover. Uh, of uh, I want to say it was the third Chris Jericho cruise so we did that in like October November of 2021 and it went really well and they invited us to tour with them last year uh, for during spring of 2022 and it was just so much fun like oh yeah 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 so that was our first time touring with Fozzie and then this year we ended up on their fourth cruise and that was a blast, and we got invited out to tour, and now we're here. Nice. So, any like fun story from this tour that you would like to share? Like, I know you have been like touring for so long; it's almost the end, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, any fun story that you want to share? Um, let's let me think about stories that I can share without <laughs> incriminating anybody. Yeah, I understand. Um, I mean, we've we've been pretty lucky to have a very smooth and, and easygoing tour. On our days off, we spent some time in Pittsburgh, got to experience the the Pirates baseball game. That was a lot of fun. I will never say no to a baseball game, so that was that was great. Um, we got to rehearse in a recording studio. That the last band to rehearse in that studio was the band The Who, before their world tour like ten years ago. So that was kind of cool. Wow. Uh, all the equipment was a bit old though, so it was like a little dusty. It was. But it was like, I don't know, it had an edge to it. It was a lot of fun. It was in Pittsburgh? That was in Pittsburgh. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Our tour manager lives out there. So we kind of posted up there instead of spending the money on driving all the way home, waiting for nine days, driving all the way back. We just, because we're from Vegas, so. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I don't know. There was, there was a few shows that were just like absolutely buck wild crazy. Baltimore was so much fun everybody was so yeah everybody was so kind to us that's a great thing yeah this this tour is just like we've, we've gotten to hit a lot of cities that we haven't been to before so we're very grateful it's it's been a good time yeah so i was i was also gonna ask like you kind of touched upon that so when you're like not performing <clears throat> what do you do during the tour um try not to overuse my voice <laughs> Although I'm pretty loud and obnoxious with my band. It's like when we're all together, it's like a bunch of children. Yeah. So we just scream and throw things at each other and make inappropriate jokes and fart noises. And, uh, so I just I try to I try to just watch my voice, do my warm-ups. Um, I've been trying to eat better, hit the gym every day. Yeah. Uh, and I brought my PlayStation with me this time because Great. I'm not really drinking on the nights that I have shows. It's more of a sober from alcohol tour. Yeah. And... I love it, actually. I'm, I'm, you know, I, 
I don't mind a drink here and there when I'm home. I'm a huge scotch guy, and I love hitting the rock clubs in Vegas, having scotch and wine and hanging with the friends. But, like, I've been sleeping so good, and uh, and sleep is important if you want your voice to heal. So thankfully, knock on wood, uh, I won't lose my voice tomorrow for our last show, but <clears throat> my voice has been, been really powering through the whole tour. Yeah. So it's this is kind of a little experiment we were curious about, just what would happen. You know, alcohol was never a problem for me, yeah. but what is a problem for me is when I drink, my loud Irish obnoxious side comes out, <laughs> and I just start screaming at my friends and getting goofy, and then I lose my voice, and I wake up sounding like, you know, I've been smoking for 60 years, like, oh, jeez, yeah, the show tonight's going to be great. So, yeah. You're kind of touching upon all the questions that I was going to ask. Like, I was going to ask you, like, <laughs> what do you do to kind of, like, maintain your health? And my, my mom used to be a singer, so she used to always say that, not drink, like, over, before the show and stuff. So, yeah. I kind of uh, get that part. So, yeah. Yeah, that definitely helps. Um, I try to avoid dairy a few hours before I sing just because it makes you a little phlegmy. I try not to eat within three hours of singing so I'm not on stage like burping at people. Yeah. Although I gotta say, I cut it close tonight. Since we're in Philly, I had to get a Philly cheesesteak. It's my first time here. So I, you know, I walked down to Joe's, got me a Philly cheesesteak with fucking cheese whiz and provolone <laughs> and onions grilled and mushrooms and all that stuff. I put buffalo sauce on it like a madman. And I just ate the whole damn thing and walked back and I like was on stage with the meat sweats like oh my god like almost falling asleep it was but it was, it was so worth it it was so good yeah but Brandon you're, you're literally reading my mind if I can show you the question one of the questions was Philly cheesesteak so oh that's amazing oh, that's amazing I, I'm digging the vibe you know what it's because you're you're night themed we're night themed we're, we're meant to talk right now that's what's yeah, happening yeah, yeah, exactly. all right so let's get back to kind of like back in the days like do you remember like your first tour uh, that you do like and when was that yes um our first tour we were very very lucky um we were being managed by des fafara at the time and he bent over backwards for us this guy this guy really fucking just was our our him and his wife are great great managers and um <clears throat> he uh he got us this tour with the 69 eyes which, like, if you were to tell me 10 years ago that I would start a band that was influenced by the 69 Eyes, and then within a few years of starting that band, I would tour with them, yeah. like, I would laugh in your face. But it happened. We, we became The Nocturnal Affair in 2017, wildly influenced by, you know, David Bowie, Sisters of Mercy, the 69 Eyes, Typo Negative, Him, all that dark gothic rock, gothic yeah. metal stuff. And then two years later... I'm touring the country with these guys? Are you kidding me? So, very lucky. Not only did that happen, but, like, we were paid $250 a night, which to some people, like, that's obviously not going to keep your lights on. But to be on your first tour ever, one of, uh, I believe it was one of three, and being paid $250 a night, like, it's unheard of. In fact, we did so well on that tour, we came back in the black. Like, most bands come back in debt, but, like, we sold so much merch, yeah. we were given like a huge, we were fronted thousands of dollars of merch. We ended up breaking even with that thousands of dollars, like halfway through the tour. We were in Austin and my boys come up to me and they go, yeah, so we just paid everything back. 
and we have the rest of the tour. That's all profit. We ended up coming back in the black. It was amazing. So we were very, very, like when we tell other people in bands, like that was our first tour, they like they get pissed. They're like, fuck you, man. Like, what the hell? Like, do you yeah. know how many bars I was playing to, to maybe two to five people? Right. And there maybe weren't less than, you know, 100 people a night with 69 Eyes. There's usually anywhere between three to 800, depending on where we were. It was amazing. So we did that and that's actually a great start of your like the tour journey. It was amazing. Yeah. Extremely spoiled. Exactly. But um, it, it, it taught us a lot too though. We we immediately learned more of the professional side of things instead of uh, there's there's always this maybe like local mentality that I've been told is it, it exists even when bands kind of start to tour on the smaller tours, they don't get to really figure it out. But starting with a band like the 69 Eyes and even um, there was another band, MXMS who are members from other various successful bands. They were all on this tour. So they taught us a lot yeah. and they were very kind and they were very patient with us. Yeah. Um, and it was just, we were very lucky for that. So um, yeah. And then at the end of 2019, we got put on the second US leg of a 69 Eyes tour and then COVID hit. We ended up not doing it, but yeah. That was kind of like the plan that didn't happen. Us and, and Des kind of parted ways. We had different different um, ideals as far as, you know, the direction we wanted to go in. And I mean, we still love the guy. We're super happy that he's got Cold Chamber back together and Devil Driver's killing it. And, yeah. you know, wish him the best. But, mm -hmm. yeah. 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 Um, what do you think, like, the positive side of the tour and the negative side? I, I, I guess there are no like negative sides, but like the I would say like the best part of the tour and the worst part of the tours that you have done so far. The best part of the tour is meeting everybody that vibes with your sound. Right. Everybody that agrees with the music that you write is it's like humbling, and it's cool to know that there's other people out there like me and like the rest of our band. You know, they're, they're like they they get it right. Yeah. Um, it's not for everybody, right? There's people that are gonna like us, there's people that aren't gonna like us, that's yeah. okay. Um, but when they do and they come over and they shake my hand, and you know, just before we had this interview, there was a man up there, I'm like getting my club soda, and he walks up to me and he goes, Beg is my favorite song of yours. And I was like, excuse me? Like I'd ask him twice because we don't play Beg. We've never played Philly before. And this dude just told me one of our deep cuts on our record is his favorite song. And uh, it just like, I teared up. Like, I, I'm like, I don't know what to do in this. I'm like, oh my God, like, thank you. Yeah. Um, because it's just, I wasn't expecting it. I don't yeah. know, man. It's really cool to meet people that that get it, Yeah. I guess. Yeah. 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 That, that's, that's awesome, actually, right? Like, this is what you do the tour, right? That's why <laughs> you can get close to like so many people. You hear like real feedbacks and all those stuff, right? Well, especially because I wrote that song to get over very tough part of my life okay. and that's exactly what he told me it, it helped him with it, oh, it, really? it got him through a breakup that mm -hmm. that almost ruined him and um, that's why I do music I, I do it so people know that they're not alone yeah. and that there are other people going through what they're going through right. and that we're here for them you know what and I mean when like, they get the meaning of it then that's exactly it's like it's like it's it's fucking working exactly. and it, uh, it, it 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 really just it's like yeah. it's why I do it that's you know? success right that's what I, I believe so. Yeah, it's 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 that's more important than fucking anything to me. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so in this tour, like, what are what are the venues or like the cities that you kind of like like the most? The cities that what? 
the, the cities or the venues that you have toured so far in this tour that you kind of like enjoyed the more or maybe? I've always wanted to play Brooklyn Bowl. This is our first time playing any Brooklyn Bowl, so tonight was fun. But last night was one of the smaller venues we played. It was in Syracuse, New York. It's this place called Lost Horizon. And the wall is covered in musicians that started there, right? It's Elton John, Frank Zappa, Marilyn Manson, um, you know, uh, who else? Red Hot Chili Peppers. Um, I mean, like, there's just tons and tons of people. Um, I don't know, to, 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 you know, whether or not those people suck now or not, they still played on that stage and they still had great success afterwards. And, and, and uh, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I always feel weird bringing up Marilyn Manson because I don't know where everyone stands with him. It's, it's. I mean, he is. I mean, if you do not consider of like his personal life, right? He's a great musician. Like, there's no denying that. Right. My favorite music of Manson's is all of the music that was produced by Trent Reznor. I'm a huge Trent Reznor fan. So, um, that deck, that era of him, was great. I don't really keep up with what's going on in his personal life, but I've, I've heard that there's some nasty stuff, which I don't want to get into, or, or, exactly, yeah, or exactly. I don't want to be associated with it. But yeah, like, exactly, but yeah. the fact that 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 picture's on the wall of him playing there—it's it's Anthony Kiedis, probably before he sued Mr. Bungle or something like that, <laughs> or, or no, did he sue? Was it Fake No More? I think. Yeah. He sued. He sued Mike Patton for like looking like him or something. I don't know. I don't remember. Mike Patton is, I think, in Bungle right now. Yeah, Bungle yeah. and uh, Faith No More. Faith I no more, love yeah. Mike Patton. Um, anyway, <laughs> industry gossip aside, uh, last night was really cool. I don't know, Soundstage was wild. Like they, we showed up and they had a platter of bagels and cream cheese just waiting like on the bar. Um, they made sure we were taken care of just like the fans were awesome. Yeah, I, I've shot a couple of times uh, in, in Soundstage. Uh, I have some I mean, those management are pretty cool. Like all of them are like, super nice. Very kind. Yeah, yeah, they are very nice. All right, I'm gonna wrap it up. But the last question is like, uh, right after the tour, like, what are your like plans, like the future plans, and what's coming up next? Um, sleeping on a real bed is my first uh, goal. <laughs> Instead of a cot or a, or a bunk in a bus. Um, no, coming up, we're going to be touring with Smile Empty Soul from May to June. Um, The cover that I cannot announce myself, but you heard it, so if you talk about it, that's your thing. Um, The cover we played at the end of our set is going to be our new single uh, that we are dropping, I want to say May 20th, with the music video. So this whole tour, we've been filming the music video. That'll be out. And then uh, we're on tour with Smile Empty Soul, and we're setting some stuff up for fall. Nice, nice. And it was a great show. Your voice is amazing. Thank you, man. Um, and it was really nice talking to you. So thank you so much. Um, it was really nice talking to you. And thanks for taking your time for us. Yeah, thank you for having me, man. This is awesome. Thank you.
You're listening to Rock at Night. The introductory song, Get On Down, is from blues artist Billy, Billy Bass Alford. Look for his music at ReverbNation.com.